1: Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Steady Miguel's, Uncle Silk.
2: Oh, it's number 35,
1: All-American. And Dan. Dapper Dan, oh, Dan. and mod Black, man. How y'all boys feeling today? Hey. Okay. i outstanding. It's, it's, outstanding. Good to have the,
3: it's good to have the group back together.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got a special show today, man. We're going to hang out a little bit before we get started and get rolling on this uh, week's episode. How was y'all boys' weekend?
2: It was great, man. I uh, I literally did uh, nothing, for real. I worked out, uh, played some basketball. Actually, I did. I went to uh, uh, one of my wife's, uh, one of the teachers at her school. Her son was playing his last basketball game, um, you know, in the little league. So he's like nine years old. No, she's not even that. He's probably like five or six, bro. We went there and and checked him out, and uh, it was cool, man. I just I just love like when when regardless of what team the little kid is on, when they make a basket, the whole gym just go crazy,
1: you know. Yeah, and man, that's
2: cool. Yeah, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy that, you know. So I like that, you know. The, the parents come out and support the kids and whatnot. Um, it was a packed gym, so um, I, I had a good time. But other than that, you know, just worked out, you know, a little bit and uh and just hung out. Really, not too spectacular. What about you, Dan?
3: Um, I still can't make a basket, so um, I, you know, I've never had a whole stadium cheer for me for making a basket in basketball. So okay, a special, man. yeah, that's a special oh, wow. uh, privilege for those kids. Uh, no, man, it was it was good. It was relaxing. Drank some wine as I always do uh, on the weekends. Tried some new things. Helped helped a friend move. Uh, which I'm still sore for, I know. Um, You're a better man than me, bro. Uh, I'm telling you what. Um, real
1: friends don't, real friends don't ask you to help them move, bro. Know
3: what I'm saying,
2: because I'm really gonna give you a, a,
1: a big excuse. I'm
2: gonna have to do something <laughs> yeah. right now. Uh,
3: I wanted to, I wanted to, but uh, you know, I'm sure there's gonna be a time when I'm gonna need them, and uh, you know, there's some big furniture here when I'm ready to move.
1: So, uh, uh, hey Dan, <laughs> you, you you got a brightly watch. I know you're not you moving furniture yourself. I just know you're not. I think you're embellishing a little bit right here, bro. Just, right. just telling yeah, a story.
3: Man. I'm just trying to fit into the past. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Trying to relate I to go, those poor lie.
1: people. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, Dan.
2: And shoot, as soon as you ask them to help you, I bet you they give you an excuse.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, some uh, people sorry. aren't as good as men. You know. Uh, <laughs> other than other than that, guy, you know, it was a it was a relaxing weekend. I don't know about you guys. Uh, Ahmad, I think I know what your weather was like, but it was a perfect weekend uh, weather-wise here in Florida. I'll tell I you what—I of- wanted to spend as much time as I could outside.
1: Absolutely, I sent out a tweet. Out- yeah. It's a shame this great weather is about to end like a month, man. Because not even, not even, man. Summer starts next month down here in South Florida, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm like enjoying these last few days of, of decent weather. Um, should be—I'm be up in, up in your area this weekend, Dan. So it should drop even further. I think it should be in the, um, I think the high of 65 Saturday.
3: Oh yeah, you're gonna be at the uh, strawberry festival, right?
1: Absolutely, man. We come up there to hang out and check out the culture and activities that y'all do up in that area. Man, uh, you know. No, that's
3: that's Plant City. That is not what we do. That's more what Ahmad does than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, so y'all yeah, so, 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 just so y'all so y'all used to get off for was, like
2: for the uh, strawberry festival, right? So, in high school. So so you really just gonna put Plant City in Polk County? Is that what you are gonna do? All right. I see you, man. Right.
3: Right. Right really, so, There's a road called County Line Road that separates Plant City and Polk County. I'm on. you could throw a football from one side to the other. So it,
2: it depends on who your quarterback is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trayon's
1: not gonna get it over there.
2: Just, look, some, some people don't like to throw the ball deep, man. and you know, so, so you know, you know, we're gonna leave it at that. But <laughs> man, <down>. like, <laughs> we, we ain't getting no days off for of the for the uh, for the Strawberry Festival, but. Midnight Madness used to be a thing that, you know, when we was in high school, it was a thing that everybody just went and did. It's like one or two nights What exactly is
1: Midnight Madness?
2: It's like, uh, it's, the, it's basically the fair at nighttime, and I think it ends at like midnight or something like that. Uh, that makes you know, sense. Yeah, when, you, uh, when you're in high school, man, that's something to do. You get out there and see what you can
1: see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. You go <laughs> the, the, the Elite Date Night or Elite that's Night right find a yeah. Date. Always. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I man. I got into it, man. My aunt had her 60th birthday party. Uh, so we pulled up. It's uh, Fred's mom. So it was a goat in the building, bro. Kind of hung out with Fred Taylor. kicked it. Uh, me and the wife. Yeah, man. A little humble flex. I don't like to brag a lot yeah. about, about who's my family okay. and shit because I don't know if they're bragging about me. So I don't just like yeah. bragging about people, you know? Yeah. Um, you know what I'm
2: saying? That's my cousin. You know what
1: I'm Yeah, man. I know he got like three million cousins at this point.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all play cousins?
1: No, nah, it was all real cousins <laughs> in the building. It wasn't a whole really? lot of play cousins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his dad's name is he Nose. He just got his grandmother's last name because his dad was off in the military. But that's a long story, man. But he should have okay. been a nose. We just let one slip out, you know? But yeah, it was fun, man. Catching up with Fred, uh, being around family, and, and besides that, all I did was family stuff all weekend, man. I just kicked it um, with the in-laws a little bit, and that was about it. Went out to dinner with them, and, and that was it, man. It looked Let's like get... you had a
3: uh, it looked like you had a good time. I we only saw a picture with you and Fred Taylor, <laughs> so I need to know more about this outfit you had on.
1: I had on some black bell bottoms, and then I had on this 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 uh. Blousy looking shirt. You know how people dressed in the 70s, man. I just I was just fitting the times, man. But I don't okay. The arms had like bell bottom arms. It was tie-dye purple looking ish. I was in my Isaac Hayes bag. A little okay. Jimi Hendrix, you know, a little, little little bit of that going on, man. But I thought it was dope. A Fred and his whole family were were, uh, were Black Panthers, man. It was it was oh, wow. dope. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: Good times, man.
3: Yeah. Well, I'll take your word for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we will going to get Fred on here for some content, though, man. Me and Dan's all about it behind the scenes. We'll get Fred to come on here and hang out, and we're going to shoot the shit. But let's do today's show. We got an exciting one. Let's get the first guest. Let's we do. got a West Palm Beach 561 legend, man. Cam, dial him up, baby.
0: You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale.
1: First time on the show, we have a Gator legend, a West Palm Beach legend, and a track legend. My man, Tony McQuay. Tony, how's it going, man?
4: What to do? What to do? What it do? It's all good, man. Blessed. I
1: can't complain. We just hanging out, man. We we are happy to get an Olympian on here, man. Um, what's it like these days? What's been going on? Man, just really just grinding for real. This Olympic year, so it's really big for me.
4: Um. I got a little boy now, he's three before this year. So I really want to take him to his first Olympics. Yeah, I had him in my second Olympics in two thousand sixteen. So really just trying to get him out there and the rest of the fam and just keep my head focused, really.
1: That's what's up, man. Uh grinding hard, man. I'm excited to see you guys run and, and, and bring home some more medals. Uh tell the tell the listeners how you became a Florida Gator.
4: Oh man, crazy story. Uh So what happened was I always wanted to go to FAMU. Um, Everybody in my family went to FAMU. My mom, my dad was a drum major in 69 and 70. Um, My uncles and aunties, so everybody was all FAMU. I've been FAMU since a baby. So that was my first original go-to. I was playing football in high school. Uh, I wanted to stay in Florida mostly. I had some scholarships like at a... Western Michigan and some other schools out of state. So I wasn't really trying to go too far. So what happened was I ended up going to family relays during the track season. And I ran there and I verbally really committed. I ran there unattached and I beat the, uh, some of the kids that was in uh MEAC from like Grambling and Southern. I won like the 400 and hundred, I think that's what it was back then. Yeah, yeah. The one and the four. So I gave a verbal commitment. Then, then once I won state, I had a whole bunch of offers from, like, everybody at that point. So I was almost, like, pretty much tied up with FAMU. Uh, all my coaches and stuff was mad. They really wanted me to go to a better school. They felt like FAMU wasn't going to be best fit for me, but I was just bled into going to FAMU. I was just hard hit. I wasn't really trying to listen to nobody. So um, I got a call from the coach from FAMU, like, a week before I was going to start school. And he said that it was a problem that he had got fired and that everything was going to be straight, that I, I could still keep my scholarship, that he was going to figure it out. He was going to give me a call back in a few days. So when he got fired, uh, Coach Holloway from Florida had gave me a call the next day. And he told me that the coach had got fired, He heard blah, blah, blah. And uh, so I wanted to still take my offer up and come into Florida. So uh i told him yeah the coach at FAMU never did get his job back um and then at that point they were just trying to i felt like they were just trying to hold my scholarship my commitment they wasn't really trying to release me on it so i had to like threaten them with getting lawyers and stuff involved just to get out of it so once i got out wow. of it uh, i sent my transcripts over to florida that friday uh, i actually got pulled over by the police for speed and back to the high school to get my transcripts because my Coach Holloway had told me that everything—that's all I needed to send over, and I would be good. He would handle everything else. So I told the police that I was trying to go to school. Uh, I told him everything that was going on. He actually let me go. I, I was doing like sixty and a forty. I oh know sixty Ooh. and thirty-five or something like that. I think. Yeah, I was sliding. He was ducked off in the, in the bushes, but he ended up letting me go. He told me to do great things or whatever. All uh, day, I was—I seemed like I was telling the truth, and that uh, he wanted me to succeed. So he ended up letting me go with a warning. So I sent my transcripts off Friday. Saturday, I took my visit uh, to Florida. I came back to Palm Beach Sunday, and I started school Monday for Summer B.
1: Man, that's just crazy, right at, man. That
4: quick. That's crazy, story. Man, That was crazy.
1: Yeah, I know you played football at Suncoast. Uh, did you have any any mm-hmm. football aspirations, or you just knew you wanted to run track on the next level? No,
4: I actually, I really just wanted to play football. I really never – didn't want to run track. I only ran track because I didn't want to play on the basketball team. So, I just ran track. Uh, I really was just big on going somewhere for football, but I never was that big in high school. I graduated high school like five nine one thirty five. 135. Like, I was small, but I, I could play. But I just felt like I was too small. I'm glad I didn't play football in college, too, by the way. That was just crazy. My freshman year, I felt like the whole team was broke up before they even got to their first game. Then I've seen... <laughs> my first Florida game I went to, I seen. Was that
1: the four I game? Major, that, that,
2: Wright, was that the four win season? I, no, that could not have been yeah, a
1: four win yeah, season.
2: Yeah, yeah, they was They, was beat, uh, they won my. I, they went online the nine. Yeah, Am I? We, don't know
1: we, he was there. We oh, lost middle. to uh, Alabama. We, we went thirteen to one. We lost to FAMU. Uh, 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 SEC. We won oh, the year before yeah. that. The year you before said that, bro, but I, I was getting the years confused. Man, I thought you talked yeah. about the injury <laughs> play game. <year. laughs> uh, <laughs>
4: No, nah, my first Florida game I went to, I seen uh, Major Wright hit a dude out of bounds. And I was like, well, hell no, nah, you would have broke me in half.
3: <laughs> popping
4: out there. I was, I'm glad I didn't play. I grew up playing football with Matt. Me and Matt uh, played at uh, Late Latter growing up. Yeah, I had scored. I always bothered him by me running a touchdown on him when we was jits because he was always big as hell. <laughs> <laughs> he just could never catch me. <laughs> Matt
2: Matt, came But y'all in really Matt, wanted to play football. Matt was out here hitting his freshman year. It was definitely something different. I do of hey, hey,
3: different, man. That man, crazy. Hey Tony, let's get uh, back to track real quick. To, what makes Coach Holloway mm. such a good coach? I mean, we've had, um, you know, Grant Holloway on. We we've had a couple other, you know, sprinters mm. on. What what makes him such a good coach and, and so well respected?
4: Oh, man, he just he just knows the game, man. He just knows how to, to get athletes in that mindset to be champions. Like, even when you have that doubt in yourself, like, I know it was times I even had doubt in myself because I've never been pushed to the next minute. And Coach Holloway, he sees those things in athletes. That's one thing I can say about him. Like, he knows how to just get in your head and just make you believe that you're somebody better than whoever you think you was. Like, he just can step you out into that next side of your of yourself. So that was one thing. He's, he's a great motivational speaker um he's gonna drive you and he's gonna stay on you as a person he just makes you feel more comfortable outside of a coach level more of on a personal level too so i think they all the athletes they gain a sense of like trust more and like a family vibe for me
3: and, and then uh, obviously you, you have a ton of uh medals and, and wins and, and performances under your your belt what 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 sticks out the most to you or, or what are you most proud of uh on the on the track?
4: Um when it comes to medals or races?
3: Or anything. Is what you mean? You can take it how um, you
4: want. Oh, when it comes to races, I'm going to say it's definitely my uh individual medal from uh 2013 from World Championships in Russia. I got second in the 400. Um that was probably one of the well, that is my best one, actually, to me, because it's the individual one. Um, going to the Olympics was cool, but I got a relay medal. So to me, I mean, it's definitely a great honor to be to make the U.S. team. But everybody goes in track and field is definitely to get their individual medal in their event. But um, just going to the Olympics and g- gaining all that experience from being there, I mean, that's a blessing in, in all, too. So, But I'm definitely going to have to ride with my, um,
3: my 400 medal from Russia. As somebody that went to two Olympics, you know, obviously you went to the London Olympics. You guys won a silver. You went back in 2016 and, and won a gold. What was the difference for you going back the second time compared to the first?
4: Oh, uh, Definitely getting that gold medal for sure for USA. Uh, that was definitely on my mind. It was a rough year for me. That was the yeah, I actually broke my toe. Um, but fortunately, I was still able to make it, um, make it uh, for the relay team and uh, be able to run the final, So it was definitely that mindset of going back in, definitely getting that goal from from London, because that definitely really did hurt, especially me for being on my first Olympic team and just hearing about, you know, the tradition of the men's 400, like four by four, we never lose. We've been winning for so long. And then to make my first team when we actually get second, that kind of like touched me, especially when I had like, uh, I think I split, I had like the 10th fastest split in history. In that that year, yeah, it was like forty three i guess like forty three two or forty three three
2: so um, I know you you know you had a lot of a lot of great times at Florida. Um, you know I had a bunch of uh, what what was one of your favorite times, your favorite memories um, at the University of Florida um mm-hmm. while you were here? Uh, definitely winning, uh, nationals
4: for sure. My last year, my junior, I went pro my junior. So, um, uh, winning the national title for the third year, going out with a bang. Um, that was probably one of the greatest memories, just clutching that, that end victory we had in the four by four. When I passed, uh, Barshawn, who was also on the four by four team with me in London, For uh, he was running for USC then. So we needed that win in the four by four to actually win the, uh, team title. That's probably one of my greatest moments though.
2: Okay. Well, uh, what other sporting events did you enjoy to while you were here? Did you like going to like football games or basketball? Uh, I went to. Yeah, I went to all the football games, all the fo- all the home
4: football games. I went to. Uh, I went to a few basketball games, baseball, uh, tennis. Uh, I went to gymnastics once, maybe twice, and uh, volleyball. Okay. All the I so- was on the volleyball team, anyway. <laughs>
1: hey, hey Talk that talk
4: Hey, d you know, All hey. though When I was in school, all the bad was on the volleyball D-Line hey I'm, I'm a
2: big fan of tell the volleyball us, Oh, You gotta tell us, bro You, you, gotta, you gotta tell us who, You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta add up, man. I ain't gonna add up I ain't gonna add up like
4: that <laughs> all right, Nobody yeah, listens to the
3: show, Tony It's okay, you
4: can air it <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to give y'all no hints though I ain't going to give y'all no hints
3: the Next thing she
4: expose me and me, Then my
2: heart going to be broke I Ain't never had my heart broke yet nah, nah. She can't she do me it. like that nah, not, <laughs> not <yet. laughs> Hey
1: Tony give us a I know Matt Elam a wild boy man Give us a good Matt Elam story Something funny that we may not know about
4: Oh man Dang what's a good Matt Elam story for me, one wild thing, me and Matt, like I said, we don't know each other since we were seven, so we, we don't bump heads in there a whole lot of time. But uh, one time, it was Gator Walk at uh, UF. And me and Matt, when I checked it out, we was walking. Uh, I think he was going really, he was really emotional during his time. I think he had some family issues going on at this time. I think he might have been a death in the family or something. So, I think that's why we had went out so he can clear his mind. And a girl, she had to be a freshman. It was a group of girls that were walking. And uh, I think she bumped into Matt and she was drunk. And Matt snapped on her. And she had said something back to him. And so me being the friend that I was with Matt, I was trying to like pull him away from the situation so he wouldn't engage in something that would get him in trouble. But he was mouthing back at the girl. He, you know, Matt no back down from nobody. She going, she saying what she had to say. He saying what he had to say. So me and Matt ended up falling out in the middle of the street. And so <laughs> I'm looking at him like, <laughs> I'm, I done, I done turned into a base. He, I, I don't know he felt like I was the girl at this point. <laughs> Cause he done all the frustration that was towards her, somehow came towards me. So I done turned into the bad guy. <laughs> uh, me and Matt fall out in the middle of the street and Gator on a Gator walk, arguing. That's probably one of the funniest things We laugh about it. We talked about it and stuff. Like we really, he really, he snapped on me. Yeah, Matt will. Matt can smile at you, be good with you doing that day. You might see him later on that day. Don't know what happened to him. He got to get on your head, but he always come around. You know, chop it up, laugh. It's always a good times. That's probably one of my funniest things when I when I think about it because me and him are similar. Like we we got split personalities. Quick when people tick us off, I think that's probably why we bump heads so much too. But either that moment or the moment where he pulled his own tooth out, I thought that was weird. Well, that's well, a different type. Go of on, I don't even go know on. How this man <laughs> this man pulled his own tooth out. He was complaining about his tooth was hurting for the longest. I don't know if it was from a football game or something. Next time I know he had a tooth missing. This
2: man pulled his own tooth out. Bro, don't tell me At that's the one apartment. on the side. Is that the one on the side? It's his no. apartment. No, this man. I think so. He put up a picture of it. <laughs> no. like, uh, he was like, disregard my tooth. He pulled his own tooth like out. That. Yeah, bro.
1: <laughs> he didn't tell her he A man man can um, take a
4: different type of pain.
1: At what moment in your your track career do you think you made your parents the most proud? Like, at what moment you realize you arrived?
3: Hmm.
4: That's tough, because my parents have been proud of me for the longest. Oh, man. College, I would have to say... Uh, probably the day I won NCAA's, my last shit up. Mm-hmm. Probably the day I won NCAA's in 2012. So, I mean, at that moment, I kind of feel. I, I kind of realized. I still, I still even like to this day. My mom tells me all the time, like I really haven't even come into acceptance of like who I really am. Because to me, like, like I said, like, I didn't really have a big plan and vision with track and field when it came to the Olympics and all this kind of stuff. Like, when I was in college, I didn't even know what pro athletes was in track and field. Like, my roommate educated me on track. So, I was kind of behind the game of this world. So,
1: so when um, did you start to running? Me, it
4: was just a lot different. I was running in sixth grade. It was my first time being on track. In sixth grade.
1: That's, an, that's
4: an but incredibly I realized, impressive.
1: Like a lot of athletes, they
4: do this. They've been doing track. Like in the islands and stuff, it's a lot different. Like in Florida, like where I grew up in Palm Beach and stuff, it's football. It's all like football or basketball. You have some athletes that run track, but nobody really commits to going to being a track athlete. It's either you're going to commit to playing football usually or you're going to play basketball. So that's my that was usually my mindset. Like I never really had a plan to even run track. When I got to college, it was just I need to focus and run good. So I don't go back home to Palm Beach and I'll do nothing. And my daddy had always stress doing them people tell you to do. So you ain't gonna bring your ass back here. That was <laughs> pretty much it. So it was just I was a lot more like I can say when I think about it, I was real disciplined. Like for real, I was really did de- I was real deal disciplined. Like I used to go to bed. I had the same thing going on every day. I would probably be in bed by ten o'clock, sleep. Like go train, tutoring, training table,
2: sleep, and do it all over for the whole year. The boys, the boys got got a suite now, man. They don't got no training table and all that.
1: They, they, <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> what do they got
2: hey, now? Man, it's anything they want. They, they bring the food underneath the stadium and all that for the boys, man. They boys all got to go to yeah, no like, dinner. Well, they, they, well, we know they take care of your ass at Florida. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. They definitely for take care of their ass.
4: Eat, for sure. yeah, yeah, definitely. I any win, any, I any, any room I to to anywhere.
1: in, anywhere you anywhere find you some Gatorade. Oh yeah! You walk sure. in any random, ra- real- yeah. You walk yeah. in a random closet, you find you some Gatorade and some some real good food, man. Like they just popping up with plates mm-hmm. and and nutritional yeah. stuff. What's your training regimen like these well, days? Moody's.
4: Uh, I train Monday through Saturday. Monday through Saturday every day. And so it was, uh, how many hours every day? A day? Sunday. Uh, I go to practice from nine to about twelve one, about twelve or one o'clock usually home by like one o'clock every
3: day hey tony so you obviously yeah, yeah. you know you, you left early um college early to go pro um do you ever have any regrets mm. or um looking back on that experience what was you know your 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 mindset to to make that decision
4: no nah, definitely not no no nah, no regrets at all um at that point, it was just like, I really didn't have a choice, man. I mean, I was walking down to run the four by four at Nationals after I had won the 400, and Coach Holloway pulled me to the side and was like, Go give him a show. This is your last time in the Gator uniform. So I just looked at it. I didn't even have a, a chance to even say if I wanted to come back. He had already knew, like, you done, done enough. You need to go pro. So I just ran with that, really.
3: And then what's it like being a professional sprinter? I mean, it, it's obviously very different than being a professional football player, a professional basketball player in terms of, you know, TV time and, and kind of the notoriety of, of being, a, you know, yeah. a, a celebrity in that regard. But what's it like being a professional, you know, track and field athlete? And, um, you know, what does that process look like in terms of sponsorships and all that? Just, I guess, put us in the mindset of, you know, kind of a different professional athlete than some of the folks we've had on.
4: Um. Well, definitely with track and field, with sponsorships and everything, it's always uh, different for each athlete, depending on who you are, because not everybody has the same sponsorship. And sometimes, nine times out of ten, a triathlete won't even have a sponsor. It's definitely hard to get one. Um, if you didn't really do anything, well, to me, if you didn't really do anything in college, it's kind of hard to just, like, find somebody that's going to sponsor you. You would really have to, like, prove yourself consistently to, uh, to like, make one of these companies you want to sign you. Um, but I just think it's a different life experience for me. Uh, you get to travel the world, you know, people on the other side of the world, they look at you like you're a basketball player, or a football player in the States. Um, cause track and field and soccer are like big in Europe and stuff. So they have like big stadiums that we run in and shit. So, I mean, it's just a different world experience. Like you got to grasp it all in quick because it goes by so quick. I mean, You only got 40 some seconds and then you're going back into your hotel room. I mean, well, depending on what your event is, so it's short lived when you go out there, but the experience itself is amazing. Like just to be able to travel the world and run in different countries, definitely cool. Um, I would say it takes a lot of discipline, mm-hmm. um, and gratitude. That was one thing um, I can say I learned from it this far. Because I, in thirteen, I had medal. I got my individual medal. I made teams. Um, I won USA I won the USA trials my sophomore year in college and I felt like I was on top of the world at that point like I really didn't like have a vision to say what I should do more it was more just like living in the moment and then I just found myself like not even really being happy even after having so much success in college and as a pro athlete young in my career like it was I wanted to quit. I remember I called my one of my close friend BT. A, that's my life. That's like my brother. I don't know him since I was a baby, and I even told him he played arena football in Orlando at the time. And I told him I wanted to quit, bro. I want to I want to go back and play football. That's where my heart is at. I don't really have a lot of fun traveling the world by myself, being in a different country, they speak different languages. You're nervous. You know what I'm saying? Like different food. You're on a different time zone, and you all by yourself. Like you're an adult in another side of the whole. On, Whole different side of other side of the world, you know. So it was just like I had to find out, like if I if this was something I really wanted to do. And it wasn't until like I experienced adversity, that I realized how much I cherish my job and like I love what I do. You know what I'm saying?
0: so
1: now you you did leave. You left school early, but uh, locally you went to Suncoast mm-hmm. High School, which is a very uh, elite school in, with education. And also, mm. you went to the University of Florida, so you take care of your your, uh, your education and your books. So, what do you attribute that mm. to? Um, how important is education to you?
4: It was definitely very important to me. I mean, you can't really move forward in life without having an education. So, it's one of the biggest keys in life you need to grab. You know, at a young age, and take it very serious. Um, you know, I even preach it to my son. now. he's just in daycare. How important is it? It is for him to get up every day and go to daycare and learn something new. I remember my dad would even ask me every day when he picked me up from school, what did I learn? Did I learn something new? So, I mean, I, I really appreciate, you know, going to Suncoast and uh, being able to get a scholarship to go to Florida and have a really you know, strong education system that I was in. It really taught me a lot.
1: What's your plans when all this said and done, man? You coming back to the crib? You got a big business plan. When you when you win this last uh gold medal <laughs> that you about to win in the Olympics, what's the next, uh, I what's next up? I wanna
4: keep going, honestly, till the wheels fall off. I run it I'll run it as years old if
1: I could.
4: You know what I'm saying? Hey, i keep going, keep going to God and say, you know, I had, a, I, had a, I gave you enough. That's really how my mindset is just grind, grind, grind to you know it's your time and that's it. And then I, when I get to that point. I, I feel like uh, I'll be able to find something. I just let God lead the way, really. I'm just in a place right now. I'm just keeping going, keeping it going for real. Yeah, man. Take, I've been in, a take in the moments, this.
1: man. It's a lot. It, 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 take taking the moments. Like you say, your parents say you haven't really came into the acknowledgement or, or realization of who you are and what you're accomplishing, man. Enjoy every moment of this, bro. Like, take it all yeah, in. Sure. Uh, Do you have a relationship with uh, Grant Holloway at
4: all? Uh, I see him when I go up to the Florida Relays. Um, I holler at him and if I see him at meets and and stuff. But not really because he he still trains in uh, Florida. He mostly talks it up with um, Noah Lyles. I know him and Noah real tight.
1: That's what's up, man. I appreciate you for coming on, man. Uh, Palm Beach Cat, Gator Dude, and uh, Olympian, man. For
4: sure. I appreciate y'all, boy, for having me, too.
1: Let Gator Nation know where they can find you at. Oh, uh, man,
4: you can find me on Instagram uh, at Quay400, uh, Twitter, TMQ400, and on Facebook at Tony McQuay. Logged in. Hey, Tony, I appreciate it, man. Go
1: Gators.
4: I appreciate you, man. Go Gators. Y'all, boys,
2: be easy.
1: Coming on, bro? All right, Go Gators.
2: For sure. Go Gators.
1: Hey man, good times. Legendary Tony McQuay, Olympian, and most importantly, a five-six-one goat. We got we got to lay out the, the the levels of importance there. You know what I'm saying, Dan?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I know what order you care about, then. <laughs> 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 oh man, I was going to ask him about running against Walter Dix. Walter Dix is a Coral Springs High School legend, so.
1: He probably but smoked he went there. to
3: FSU, so he doesn't have a uh, yeah yeah yeah. He he have a spot FSU, on the
1: show, yeah. and he's from Core. core Springs. I'm pretty sure Tony smoked him. That's just me mm-hmm. just going off with of just
3: like, you know, just being from the five six one. I get it. Yeah yeah. Absolutely.
1: All right, Dan. Let's get into some Gator news.
3: Yeah, big, big weekend uh, in Gator sports and in Gator news. Uh, we'll talk about you know the football program first. Uh, it looks like Florida's going to be bringing on at least two uh, analysts. Uh, one is Shane Graham. A former NFL kicker spent uh, 15 years in the NFL, uh, kicking mainly for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, but ended up playing for uh, for 11 different teams. Um, also, want to, uh, or pardon me, also spent some time uh, one year at Central Michigan as a quality control coach, and then two years at Michigan State. So he just wrapped up his second year at Michigan State. Uh, so it looks like he's going to be joining the staff, um, or already has joined the staff. It's our understanding that he already met with some of the team uh, yesterday, or on, uh, on on Monday, or uh, on Sunday. Uh, also joining is a Kerwin Bell. Um, Kerwin Bell is a guy that's name has been around the Gator program since the eighties. Uh, you know, he's going to be joining was just the offensive coordinator at the university of South Florida, uh, with Charlie strong. Charlie strong ends up at Alabama. Kerwin Bell, uh, ends up at Florida. So, uh, two big additions there. Um, off the field and off, pardon me, off the gridiron. More importantly, uh, big shout out to University of Florida. Uh, they raised twenty three and a half million dollars uh, last week uh, with over sixteen thousand five hundred donations uh, on the Gator Giving Day. Uh, so that's huge. A big shout out to uh, to those folks that donated um, to University. Uh, shout out to Matt Jones, who right now is the leading XFL rusher. Uh, with 224 yards with uh, with St. Louis. Uh, so uh, she's so having a, a, a good time out there. Let's see. Um, University of Florida swept the University of Miami in baseball again. Um, the bats were swinging. The pitches were striking. Uh, the Gators are 31-4 and against FSU and Miami in baseball in their last 35 matchups. Oh. Big bro, 31-4. <laughs> yeah, man. Got all kind of us. <laughs> oh. All sorts of brooms, all sorts gotta of brooms. You got to
1: the trash uh, up. You got to clean the trash I, up. And our I, and, and I broom
2: stand up by itself every day. So,
3: hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <bro. laughs> Miami was number one in the country. Um, Florida swept them. Uh, won two games in extra innings and then uh, won the third game uh, in nine. But uh, Josh Rivera uh, was SEC uh, co freshman of the week. Uh, and now the Gators are ranked number one in the country. Uh, Gators gymnastics won the SEC championship on Friday. Uh, women's basketball beat the number twenty-two team in Arkansas. Gators baseball played in a tournament called the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. Um, they went four and one. They lost to the number one team in the country in a close game. I think it was Michigan. Uh, but sixteen and two on the season, so not bad uh, for them. Very uh, good. A, very good. Uh, there's a swimmer by the name of Robert Finke uh, who. Just just reading this makes me tired. Uh, broke the record for the sixteen hundred and fifty meter free swim um, in fourteen minutes, twelve seconds, uh, and eight milliseconds. So that shattered the American record uh, by six seconds uh, and the NCA record by ten seconds. So, uh, Silk Ahmad, how long do you guys think that you could swim uninterrupted?
2: Um. I'm really gonna tell you something, man. I can swim badly, but no, I can't really.
1: Yeah, um I'ma tell you something, man. I tried I tried to do some like some some I went to Peanut Island once and Okay. And, and, and I think I'm a strong swimmer. You know. Okay. So um we missed the ferry to get back to the mainland from Peanut Island, which is a small island here and then it's on the air the coastals. So I tried, me and a friend of mine, we tried to make that swim back to, the. I I think it may have been, I'll say three football fields, Mm. 300 yards. We fell miserably, man. I I had a feeling I was going to (laughs) drown. I thought I was going to drown. Somebody kind of saved our lives. So I learned to respect respect water and swimming and all that stuff. I'm a strong swimmer, man, but it depends on where you're swimming, how how rough the water is. Uh, I don't know at this age.
3: Yeah, that's a... uh, That, that's a lot of meters in a very quick period of time. I'm thinking that I could swim for maybe about four minutes. And I'm in pretty decent shape. Lance got me right. Redell's got me right. Uh, maybe for uh, four minutes. If you can maybe. do four, put me down for 12. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: hey, don't, hey, don't, hey, hey, don't tell um, me. Hey, I know I'm black, uh, then, but I'm a strong swimmer, bro.
3: Ah, very good. Uh, so we're going <laughs> to switch. So uh, 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 there's a, uh, another <laughs> SEC champion uh, and I'm going to totally mess up his name, and I'm sorry. Uh, Kadar Bakla uh, won the uh, the 200 meter That's free. Was an SEC it. champion. Uh, so shout out to teams all over uh, Gator Nation. Got a lot of teams that are ranked right now. So big shouts out to uh, everything, to all of them. school,
1: yeah,
3: everything, yeah. everything. Um, and the final big shout out is to Lee Davis, friend of the show, friend of ours. Uh, who helped us with uh, with Tim Brewster and a lot of the other stuff uh you know behind the scenes. So big shout out to Lee. Uh, she's a big wine gal. So um so yeah. So some wine coming your way, Lee.
1: Wine, whiskey, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> is this legal? Can we do this thing? No,
3: I don't think so. No, it's a gift. Um it's not even a gift. <laughs> it's
1: a uh, uh NCA <laughs>
3: I don't know. Oh, I don't don't look, you NCAA see a recruit? Yeah it's okay, a gift. We can send yeah. gifts. Yeah, two friends sending gifts. You know, it's a there it's a go. gift from me to her. Um, Absolutely, very good.
1: Appreciate it, Lee. Uh, good, great Gator news, man. While, while we're here, we already spoke about the Gage Wilcox. There there isn't a whole lot of uh, updates as far as recruiting. Uh, next week is the big weekend for Junior Day. I'm excited about it. Um, everybody's excited about it. the list. It's probably the best Junior Day list I've ever seen since following recruiting. I know yeah. that I think uh, Urban Meyer thing was more Friday Night Lights than a Junior Day, but the times have changed. You got to get mm-hmm. the bigger dates earlier because of Early Signing Day and whatnot, man. And this is a, this is a crazy impressive list.
3: Oh, absolutely! And not only that, is you have other programs uh, that are having um, you know, notably not notably recruiting wise, just notably because they're in the state. Florida State is uh, having their Junior Day too, and to compare the two lists, you just see where the teams are so diabolically different right now. Um, Like you said, Silk, I don't think that I've seen a list this good um, at the University of Florida ever. Um, you know, junior days are you know a relatively new thing, uh, but the amount of talent that Florida's recruiting, and it seems like every day or every other day, you know, a top 100, a top 250 players, you know, saying they're coming to Florida. So, um, you know, get Tim Brewster on campus with any of these guys, and I like my chances.
1: Yeah, I like my chances versus anybody. I brought up Georgia um a couple times, and uh, I like I like us versus anybody. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's just, like. I mean, we go back and forth with Florida State and Miami, but Alabama, Georgia, LSU, we're not going to win them all. I'm not going to be ridiculous, but I like my chance. I think we upped our chance with a guy like like Tim Bruiser on staff. Speaking of Tim Brucer, let's get him on the kick a little bit. See what's on his mind.
3: You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. And joining us for the first time in his second week at the University of Florida is current tight ends coach, recruiting coordinator for the University of Florida, Tim Brewster. Tim, thanks for joining us this evening.
5: I am thrilled to death to be with you guys. I'm excited to be a Gator,
3: and uh, it's a a great day to be a a Florida Gator. Absolutely. So, Coach, talk to us a little bit. How'd you end up in the orange and blue? Well... You know, guys, I,
5: I've always admired the University of Florida from afar, uh, obviously competing against them when I was at Florida State. Uh, but most importantly, it's it's about Dan Mullen, you know, and, and the opportunity that Dan presented me to come join him here at the University of Florida. Uh, it just it was immediately exciting to me. Uh, My wife was really excited about the opportunity. I had a great job at the University of North Carolina, was thrilled to death what I was doing up there. Uh, But I really felt like this was a special opportunity. I think everything in life is about timing. It's a unique time under, under Dan Mullen to be a Gator. And I think, you know, truly exciting things are getting ready to happen here in Gainesville.
3: I love it, Coach. So you you mentioned uh, there's some exciting times ahead. Uh, one of which is you having probably one of the top tight ends in the country in Kyle Pitts. Talk to us a little bit about him and, and kind of what you see, and you know where do you think Kyle can elevate next year? You know what, guys? I could. You know, I am
5: absolutely jacked to coach Kyle. Uh, he's an outstanding young man. Obviously, he's amazingly gifted, talented guy. Has great length. He's six foot five, six foot six. Uh, He's been in the weight room with Savage. Savage is a complete beast. He's taken this guy to another level from a strength standpoint, which I think will really help him because, you know, what I'm trying to do with Kyle Pitts is I don't want him to be a situational pass-catching tight end. I want him to be a true three-down tight end, a guy that competes in the run game and can handle himself in the run game and and really prepare him for the, the next step. Uh, you know, we spent a lot of time looking at George Kittle and and some of the great tight ends in the NFL and the complete guys, and and I really think that's who Kyle Pitts can be. I, I just I want to take him where he wants to go. Uh, we want him. I want him. You know, we won a Mackey Award with Nick O'Leary a couple of years ago at Florida State. I'd love to. I'd love to get. Uh, I'd love to get Kyle Pitts in that game this year.
3: So speaking of wh- so so on that note, do you see Kyle developing more at the tight end position for the next level? Or do you see him maybe morphing into a wide receiver? Or, you know, I know you mentioned George Kittle, and I know the tight ends are kind of changing in the NFL, but kind of where do you see him? Because I know Florida's kind of used him as kind of a mixed role in the past. No, I, I think I, I really see Kyle as being a guy that can be a complete three down
5: player. You look at George Kittle. And George Kittle can get vertical down the field, can make great explosive plays in the passing game, and then he can set the edge of the front. I mean, he does a great job in the run game competing. And that's what I want to do with Kyle. I want to help him. I want to take him to that place where he's got the same amount of confidence in the run game as he does in the passing game. Because right now, I mean, his confidence level in the passing game, he doesn't feel like anybody can cover him. He just feels like he can dominate the game from a receiving standpoint, and I want him to—I want him to feel that same confidence in the run game. And we will—we'll we'll get that done. We're—we're we're just beginning our journey together, man, and it's going to be a hell of a ride.
1: Hey, Brew, man, it's your boy Silk. Man, how you doing? Silk, Silk is it? What's up, buddy? I'm just hanging out, man. Uh, your, your your reputation as a recruiting ace is is, is pretty well known. How do you think? or why do you think you're uh, such a great recruiter
5: you know what, my favorite my favorite word in the english language is relentless i love the word relentless i live my life relentless you know in in chasing my dreams and chasing the things that i want to do and and i think that's that's how i you know that's how i take recruiting i mean i'm just absolutely relentless in trying to bring the absolute elite players first and foremost in the state of florida and then, you know, I'll get out across the nation and, and we'll bring some guys. Uh, Florida truly has a, a national brand. Uh, that Jordan brand is strong, you know, here at the University of Florida. And, and, and we're just going to utilize the things, you know, we're the only school in the country, I believe. So that is a top 10 team in football and also a top 10 school in the nation academically. And so the combination of both things here at the university, you know, in, in Florida is, is absolutely huge. But make no much mistake about it—you know it's about the state of Florida, and we got to go head to head with Miami. We got to go head to head with Florida State and win. The best players need to find their way to Gainesville, and and I, you know, I just I love the challenge of that. I love the the competition of going against the top schools in the country and finding a way uh, to make that young man come with us here at the University of Florida.
1: Yeah, I think the, um, what we've been missing from this staff, uh, we got some great coaches and we got some, some some good recruiters on this staff, but we've been missing that killer on the trail. Um, you mentioned Florida State, you mentioned Miami, but the elephant in the room is, is Georgia. That's who, who, who the real competition and, and our biggest rival right now. Uh, how do you think we square up with, with, with uh, Georgia this recruiting cycle?
5: You know, I mean, Georgia's Georgia. Kirby's done a good job, but you know what? What we got to do is we got to put stakes in the ground you know we gotta that fence has got to go up and 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 kirby's got to understand that you know what uh you know state of georgia state of georgia okay and 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 we recruit the state of georgia okay we're gonna get some really good players from georgia but we need to make sure he understands that we're gonna fight him tooth and nail uh, for the greatest resource in the state of florida and that's the high school kids here you know And, and and just make sure that he understands and send that message on a daily basis, and we're here, and and we're going to protect our own.
1: You caused me some heartache, man. A uh, few years back, uh, I was mm-hmm. a big Davin Cook fan. I was I was kind of a big fan of him when he was like in tenth, eleventh grade. He committed to the University of Florida, and you was kind of the man behind the scenes to flip him to Florida State. Uh, glad glad we got you on this side this time, man. But we have a um, we can't say names, and I get that. But well, there's a big need at running back. How do you think we feel that going forward? Or, or, or um, how do you think we close out on the next cycle if we don't this cycle?
5: You know, we, w- what we've got to do is we've just got to recruit the absolute elite running backs, first and foremost, in the state of Florida, okay? And then we've got to go out and, and, you know, scour the nation and just see, you know, who, the, who is the best fit. Okay. Coach Mullen has always had really good running backs and really good running backs are attracted to the system here at the university of Florida. Greg Knox is a veteran experienced running back coach. We can go out and recruit the elite, uh, running backs. And, and, and that's, that's something that I want to do. You know, that's something I want to help in all, at all positions across the board. And, and, you know, I'm going to recruit tight ends, but I'm going to recruit running backs and I'm going to recruit wide receivers and and defensive tackles and, and DBs. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to get out there and be able to touch a lot of different guys. But, you know, right now, guys, I'm just telling you what the vibe that's out there about the yeah. University of Florida is amazing. OK, in the state of Florida right now, I mean, I'm telling you, kids are blowing my phone up wanting to talk to me about being a Gator. And so this is not a hard sell. You know, you got a guy like Dan Mullen leading this charge. And he's such a charismatic guy. He's got so much passion and energy. I think that's the thing that just me and uh, Coach Mullen, we kind of look at, you know, he's got the same passion and energy as I got. And it's just, it's fun to go to work every day with him as the head coach. And then, you know, when it's time to close deals, you know, we got to close deals. and, And, you know, I think Dan does, a great job in the homes and, and closing deals on kids.
1: Now, um, I, I, I got I got lost to what you were saying there a little bit. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Omar I got lost to that in that in that question. I'm sorry, man. Hey, hey Coach Ahmad Black, uh, former safety here. Uh,
2: listen, you know I didn't play for you, but you got me ready to run through a wall for you right now, Coach. I ain't even gonna lie. That's the type of energy. Uh, We need in in, in, in our building. That's the type of energy we need in our in our meeting room. That's the type of energy we need on the practice field, on the weight room and, you know, and and so forth. Um, You know, talk to me about what you most excited for about this this young Gator team that's uh, about to be before us in 2020.
5: You know, Ahmad, and and, and I'm so, you know, it's a privilege for me to be here uh, coaching at the University of Florida and representing you as an ex-player uh, there's a tremendous amount of pride and passion uh, that it means to be a Gator. And and, and I just want you to know that, that, you know, the hair on the back of my neck is standing up, knowing that, hey, Go. we got a job to do here. OK, we got a job to do here. And winning a national championship and bringing a national championship back to Gainesville is really what this job is all about. And so, you know, each and every day we are going to be relentless in our pursuit of of, of excellence of representing you and the Gator nation the right way, you know, having the right kids here, doing things right, being, being the right man on the field, being the right man off the field. And, and, and again, that's what, that's what Dan Mullen's all about, you know, and, and, you know, so that Gator nation, when we win a championship, you know, they're proud of the kids and proud of how we did it. And, you know what's there not to be excited about right now with the Gators, man? Recruiting is going great. Uh, this this twenty one class, you know, is, is going to be off the chain. It just it's you know, I mean everybody I talked to is talking about you know, every you know, everybody knew that I was in a good position at the University of North Carolina and have been at Texas and Texas A and M, a lot of great places, but everybody said to me, "Brew, the place is Florida," and like I said, I just I I just couldn't be more excited about being here. Uh the, the players on this team, Mikhail Pitts is Trask, Jones. I mean, you know, defensively, Todd Grantham is amazing. I think Todd Grantham is the best yes. defensive coordinator in college football today. Maybe the oh, best too. coordinator in the country,
1: period. You know, I, I got him up there too. I got him up got there, there too. Yeah. And, and, and we and I've Hollywood.
5: spent five I've spent five years in the NFL as a coach. I, I know what good coaches are. You know, a young guy like Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson, I think, is one of the bright young minds in college football today as well. I've been sitting in these meetings with him. Uh, he's got me fired up, excited. Uh, I love his knowledge, and, and and Dan has done an amazing job with him. Uh, you know, I mean, guys, it just, you know, shoot, you caught me at a great, you know, on a great time here. I'm, I'm sitting in the Marriott Residence Inn. Uh, all I'm doing is recruiting and, and and learning this offense and and getting to know the players. Uh, man, it's a great time, man. I'm just I'm just I'm just loving life,
2: man. I'm yeah. I'm t- I'm telling you from experience, coach. You know, when the first time you run run out the tunnel, and and from then on, every time you run out that tunnel, is is just something different um, about the University of Florida. And I'm not just saying that because I I uh, I went here and, and I'm being biased. Um, I, I got a lot of, you know, uh, scholarship offers coming out of high school and I played at a lot of places, um, but it's just something about the university of Florida that that's different. And, you know, when people tell you that, um, they're definitely, they're definitely not steering it in the wrong place. They are, they're telling the truth about the university. Hey, Ahmad,
5: you know, I, I've been in, I've, I've been in the swamp, you know, as an opponent. Okay. I'm, you know, like I said, I'm absolutely jacked to be on the home team, you know, to be here and and represent, you know, Gator Nation and and it just, you know, I'm right now I'm thinking about spring ball. I can't wait to start spring practice.
3: And then yes, Gator sir.
5: Nation all got to show go up for the spring game on April the eighteenth. And then, you know, I mean, you know, it's it's uh it's gonna be an amazing journey, man. And I just want, you know, Gator Nation to know that that, you know, I'm all in and everything that I do. I'm all in. I'm one hundred percent in helping Dan Mullen do the things that we need to do to win a national championship, and there's not a doubt in my mind that that's what's going to happen here in the near
2: future.
3: Coach, you got me ramped up to play, and just think a week ago you hadn't blocked Twitter. It's been a
2: hey, uh, hey, hey, hold on, wait, wait cool. Dan, wait, wait. Hey, Dan. You're talking about you amped up to play. We got to get you on the ladders first, Dan. We can't I just... do, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah you, you got... in the game, yeah. man. I know I got to get back on the ladders. I got to get back on all. of I got to work on everything. I've never played uh, a down of organized football outside of Intramural, and I'm ready to try out. Um, I may die, but uh, you know I'm ready to. Uh, I'm ready to try out and play for for Coach. Uh, so, Coach, uh, I want to go back to uh, just kind of this offense and you working into it. Obviously, you have Kyle Pitts, uh, obviously a player that everybody's super excited about, but you also have. You know, a couple other guys behind him, uh, you know, most notably Keon Zipper. How do you think that a guy like him, you know, fits into an offense where you have such a stud on a tight end that's going to be getting a lot of these, uh, you know, getting a lot of playing time?
5: You know, I, I know Keon really well. You know, I, I recruited him when I was at Florida State, and uh, uh, I think very highly a Keon Zipper. I'm, I'm really excited to work with him. I think our 12 personnel packages can be very valuable to us having Pitts and Zipper on the field as well. Uh, Gamble's got a chance, I think, to help. He's got a great opportunity this spring to really, you know, step his game up, you know, get himself in the game. And and, and so, you know, I've got three guys right there uh, that I'm really excited about. And and, uh, and so, you know, what I've got to do is I've just got to do my job. You know, I've got to coach the live bejesus the Jesus out of these guys. I mean, I've got, you know, it's all about the details and playing the game the right way playing the game with passion and energy and, and understanding that it's a team first game. Okay. And it has nothing to do with individuals. You know, it's a team first game and, and love is the reason for the fight. Okay. Love is the reason for the fight. That's why we fight every Saturday because of our love for each other and our guys, you know, they, that's what Dan's all about. That's what, you know, and so I, I just uh, in the short period of time that I've been here with these guys you know, been with the tight ends on the field. I love their movement skills. I think they all have, you know, they all have opportunities to help us. But overall, across the board, this football team is a bought-in football team. Dan's Mullen, Dan Mullen's message is being heard loud and clear within this team. You know, going to class, okay? Going to class is non-negotiable, Okay. Doing things right in all areas is what we're going to be all
3: about, and it just it makes my job fun, man. Makes my job easy, man. I love it. So I want to kind of get in your head. So you know, you see a prospect, ninth grade, tenth grade, whenever you might see them. What are you looking for out of them uh, at that age? And then as you, you know, as they progress in a junior and senior year, what are you ultimately looking for? And tape, How much do you guys care about, you know, these seven on seven tournaments and these camps at these, you know, websites and all that kind of stuff put on, how do you make kind of your full evaluation of a, of a prospect to uh, ultimately offer him? You know, the, the, the really guys
5: and, and Ahmad, you know, you play, you've been a Gator, you know, you know, it's about love of the game. Okay. I want to see whether or not I'm watching a young guy in person or whether or not I'm watching videotape. I want to see his love for the game jump off the screen at me, okay? I want his love for the game to scream at me. Wherever I'm standing, wherever I'm watching, love of the game to me is first and foremost, okay? And then you got to look at toughness, okay? If there's one adjective that you'd want to describe a football player, and I tell all my guys, you want to be a tough guy. You you want your opponent to know that they better pack a lunch when they play me because I'm going to bring it every single snap. Okay. So toughness, consistent effort, Danny, you know, so many kids, they play one snap and then they take three off and they think it's okay. Okay. We are what we put on tape, you know? And so that's what first, and then, and then you get into the intangibles, the measurables, you know, does he have the length? You know, I love long tight ends. I love long football players. Obviously, you know, at some positions, that's not the case. But, I mean, you know, you, you look at athleticism, you know, you know, fluidity of movement, you know, speed, those type things, naturalness. I, I You know, when I watch it, I want, I want a player to be pleasing to my eye, okay? And I've evaluated at all levels. And, you know, if the kid, you know, plays with tremendous passion energy, love for the game, okay, if he's a tough guy, if he's got some measurables – then you know he's a he's the type
2: of guy that we're gonna want to be a Florida Gator. Hey, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna stop you there, Coach, because because I don't have those measurables. So you know I know every hey. once in a while you gotta take it. You gotta take a chance on on the guys not the measurables measurables, but they gotta fight for the dog. Hey Silk, I got you, man. You know I mean uh, there's some guys. This is mod. This is mod. Oh <laughs> okay, that's a mod. Hey a mod, don't worry. I've been I, doing I, this for
3: eight months and I still do it. <laughs>
5: eight hey, <laughs> hey, 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 Ahmad, you could play the game, bro. I already know, you know. I'll so concerned. I'll, I'll concerned. take,
2: I'll take you again.
5: Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate now Silk. Now I know Silk didn't
1: play the game, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna leave him out. Silk, yeah, right? <laughs> I, I I went to JUCO. JUCO is uh, the furthest I went, man. And then that JUCO struggle is just not my cup of tea, man. I realized I just want to go to school, and then you know what I'm saying. I realized some people in that, who, education. that love, yeah, man, that love and stuff you was talking about. I ain't feel all that love at that time. Yeah.
3: I felt like <laughs> I, I felt so like I was in New York in the winter. He's like, I don't love this much. In yeah, I'm
1: a South Florida boy, man. It, it wasn't. It wasn't my vibes. Speaking of South Florida, man, you have a great relationship with the guys down here and the dudes like Luke Campbell, they gravitate towards you. Why, why are you so well-known? Why do people gravitate, gravitate towards you down here?
5: You know what? The bottom line is, is that I, you know, I love people, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm very easy to meet people and talk to people and, and, and I really try to be, you know, a good listener, you know, and, and, and so you know, I've made some great friendships in, in South Florida. You know, I recruited Dade County for a long time. And, uh, you know, and, and, and so, you know, Luke is Luke is my, my sparring partner. You know, me and him, we spar all the time. You know, I mean, you know, he's a cane, you know. But, but I'll tell you what, uh, uh, Luke is just a – he's a football fan in general, you know. And I like the guy. We We enjoy each other's company. And there's so many – I love the coaches in South Florida. The coaches down there do a great job of coaching their kids. Uh, they don't get paid much money. They, they, you know, they do it for the love of the game. I love the park system in South Florida where these young kids playing in the park, understand at a very early age, how important football is, you know? And, and so um, there's a lot to like about me being in South Florida and, and, uh, I just can't wait to – I'm really excited about getting back down there and, uh, you know, been talking to all the coaches, been talking to a lot of players down there. And uh, we got to get them to travel up 75, man. we got to get them here to though.
1: Absolutely. Uh, they got you in, in charge of Palm Beach County and Broward down here. Outside of the state of Florida, what's your uh, recruiting assignment? You know, I'm going to
5: just recruit national players. I'm going to recruit elite players across the nation, wherever they're at. Uh, you know, reach out and touch base and and find out whether or not they have an interest in the University of Florida and 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 you know again like I said guys Sniper. it's not a hard we've got so much to sell and and so you know hey sunshine seventy five degrees eighty degrees I mean beautiful campus uh, Scott Strickland has done an amazing job here at the University of Florida with the facilities and the things that he's got going on. I mean, guys, I'm just telling you, man, this is this thing's This thing is is absolutely ready to take off. And, and like I said, I'm just I'm blessed to be part of this at this particular time.
1: Now, I know Jimbo was interested in bringing you back in the fold. And I know you worked with Dan Mullen in the past before. What made you choose Dan over um, Jimbo? Well,
5: you know, every timing is everything in life. And and and, you know, I just the timing was not was not you know, 100% right. When I initially talked to to Jimbo uh, uh, at Texas A&M, I love Jimbo Fisher. He's a, he's a great dude. He's a heck of a coach. Um, you know, nothing had, you know, nothing to do with him. I tell it just, the timing of it wasn't exactly right. And, uh, but when Dan called, it was just, you know, I mean, the timing was right. It just hit me right. And it's just something, you know, my wife and I started talking and we just said, you know, uh, this is an amazing opportunity, you know. And, and like I said, nothing. N- University of North Carolina. You know, I spent ten years there. Nine the first time, one this time with Coach Brown. And I was with Mac Brown for fourteen years total in my career. Uh, Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame guy, great job. But you know, I just felt, you know, when Dan called, it was just wow. This is such a this is such a great opportunity. I love the competitiveness of the SEC. I love the challenge of beating Georgia. You know, I love the challenge of of playing against the teams in the SEC, going against LSU this year in the Swamp. Uh, It just, you know, I'll tell you what, it just really got me excited. And and to be honest with you, I I didn't have to think about it too long. I was was, uh, really, really on board quickly with Dan.
3: I love it, coach show to talk to us a little bit about it I, obviously you've had a pretty long illustrious career uh, coaching college uh, you know coaching the college uh, ranks what is maybe one of your your favorite recruitments or a recruitment that sticks out and we don't need to rehash the Dalvin cook situation uh, maybe a, uh, a recruit that that sticks out in your mind as a, a particularly fun one or one where you kind of came you know from the back and, and didn't think that you guys were going to be able to uh, to secure that commitment or that player uh, but what are some of the recruitments that stick out in your mind so your career you know I I just, there's so many you know there's so many from every
5: every from every place uh uh I've been and uh you know I mean I, I would say one that was really special to me was Vince Young when I was coaching at the University of Texas and and I went into inner city Houston and and you know, a lot of people didn't think that Vince would would be interested in coming to the University of Texas, and you know, him and I just developed that bond that you you know that you that you have to have in the recruiting process, and uh, it was just it was just amazing. You know, when when you know, he made he was we were at a basketball game at the University of Texas, and and you know the the crowd the whole that we went into the game and into the arena. And everybody got on their feet and started chanting his name. And, and you know, we we walked underneath and tears were rolling out of his eyes. And he looked at me and he hugged me. And he just said, you know, Coach Brew, you know, I'm a longhorn. And, you know, those types of moments you just never, ever forget, you know. And, and it was just such a special deal. And, you know, I, I hate the single, single guy, you know, like I said, there's so many guys that, through the years, you know, the, the, you, know, you talked about the Dalvin cook deal. That was just, that was truly amazing. And, and, um, you know, it just, uh, there's a ton of them.
3: I love it. And then, you know, on the coaching side of things, who are some of your your favorite players that you've coached and not just personal but but just from a, an athletic standpoint or, or maybe just seeing them mold over their career, who are some of your, your favorites that you got to see there? You know, the, the craziest one of all
5: guys, Okay, I was coaching for the San Diego Chargers. Okay, and I got a I got a uh, tape, a basketball videotape, uh, of of a guy named Antonio Gates.
3: Mm-hmm. And
5: I loved I loved, you know, quick jumper. Obviously had a good body. You know, um, and I was immediately intrigued by this guy. And and so uh, he had a workout. Okay, and only four teams showed up. I was the only tight end coach that was there and I'm putting them through his paces. And all of a sudden I, you know, I had seen enough. I didn't want anybody else to say, I said, I said, Antonio, your ankle has got to be hurting. Okay. Your ankles hurt. Let's shut this workout down. I've seen everything I need to, you know, and, and Marty Schottenheimer told me, he said, brew, he said, I'm, you know, we're not, you know, I'm not going to use a draft pick on a guy that never played college football. And I says, okay. And so Um, you know, I, I, am sweating the draft out. I'm calling them, I'm recruiting them, you know, uh, you know, all of a sudden we get through the draft and, and, and I immediately call him and he says, coach brew, I want to be a San Diego charger. It was just like signing a kid. It was exactly like I felt when I was in college football and I signed Mm -hmm. the kid Mm -hmm. and then guys, so check this out. So Obviously we know the history of Antonio Gates. I had him his first three years in the NFL. Okay? He started halfway through his first year, went to the Pro Bowl his second year, the rest is history. You know, I got a text from Antonio a couple of weeks back and, and he had just filed his papers with the National Football League, you know, his retirement papers. And he sent me a text and he said, Drew, I always told Gates, time is our enemy. We have to get the work done today. We've got to do it today. I said, time is, you know, and I was on his ass. I mean, worked him, I, I, you know, worked him hard, and, you know, he said to me, he said, "Bro, I'm where I'm at today because of what you did for me." He said, you know, just know this: you'll be the first person I invite to join me in Canton, Ohio, in five years when I'm enshrined Ooh. in, in football, nice. the football hall of fame. You know, oh. and, and, you know, I mean, you talk about bringing tears to my eye you know Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's why we do what we do right there
3: i love it my last question coach i'm not sure if these guys have any more what what game on the schedule are you most looking forward to this season all of them
5: all of them i mean i mean
3: i'm
5: i'm 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 geeked i'm jacked (laughs) about the spring game yeah uh you you know guys it, it and there's obviously the the you know the the, the Georgias, the LSU's, the Florida States, the you know all you know. I mean, what we have to do, and and nobody does this better than than Coach Mullen is play it one game at a time, one play at a time. Okay, you know one game, one play, one game at a time, and and focus on the details, and 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 again, that's what Dan's all about. And so, you know, my first game in the swamp. Represent the Gators. Wow. Wow. That's all. That's all I got to say. Wow.
1: Hey, Tim, I appreciate you for coming on and hanging out with us, man. Um, As you can see, and I'm pretty sure you feel the love from Gator Nation on, on Twitter and social media. Uh, It's going to be big, man. We, we're here to ride with you. Mm-hmm. Anything you need from Stadium, Miguel, or us, we're here to help you. Uh, Let the folks, let Gator Nation know what they should expect from you, man
5: right hey guys listen i'm gonna tell you what man this is special and i really appreciate you guys and and gator nation just needs to know man i'm 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 in this thing to uh, in this thing to win it and we're all in this thing together and, and and gator nation deserves a national championship and 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 you know until we get that done our our work isn't finished
1: yeah. Appreciate you for coming on and hanging out with us, Coach Tim Bruce, to the top one hundred go get her.
3: <laughs>
1: Thanks, Coach. Thanks. Hey, appreciate, hey, it. appreciate, you guys, man. Thank you. Thank you,
3: Coach.
1: A lot. Go get her. Oh man, that was a beautiful uh, interview, man. Um, Great. I
3: interview. see.
1: I see why that guy's an elite recruiter for
2: sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely. Definitely.
2: Oh, man, he got me want to play for him. I- hey, man. I'm
1: yeah, I kind of to- want, want to tackle somebody right now. I ain't going to lie yeah. to you.
2: Uh, I'll shoot up a little bit. Dan, what about you, Dan? What
1: Same. You, you put on a
3: pad? I'm, I'm ready to tackle somebody. I don't know what to do, but <laughs> hey, I'll tackle you know, you know how to put on soda pads, Dan? Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I played hockey for 12 oh, yeah, years, right. so they're somewhat similar, right? I mean, strap's <laughs> probably a little bit different. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, yeah, but I'm ready. Um Dude, it's good to see that guy in the orange and blue, man. I, he was so frustrating at Florida State. Um, and to see him on our side and to see the way that he talks about Dan Mullen, there's a difference in not just selling a program or selling, you know, the letter on your, your – uh, the logo on your chest. Uh, but you can tell he's bought into Dan Mullen and he's bought into the University of Florida, brought into the vision. Uh, dude, I'm fired up for him, man. I mean, that's a good one to have on staff. That's an Y'all I'm excited,
1: man. We can't really get into any players with him. Um, we got Junior Day coming up next week. I know it's going to be a lot of fireworks and, and, and things going on. The list is amazing. Uh, I think we're going to finish with Zach Evans. We'll see. We can't really ask the coach uh, personal questions about group mm-hmm. names because of violations. But I'm feeling real good. I know behind the scenes he's feeling real good on, on um, Zach mm-hmm. Evans. He's really tight with that family. So right away, I think – this add to the staff is going to pay some dividends uh, right out the gate.
3: Yeah. And and we know that he has shifted his recruitment over to uh, Zach Evans. He's uh, his number one recruiter. And if I'm not mistaken, when he was over at Texas A&M, he was uh, his recruiter as well. Uh, We already know, that he flew out to Houston, um, you know, to to do some recruiting out there. We also know that Zach Evans has an official visit uh, next month scheduled. So, uh, you know, all signs kind of point that direction. We'll see. You know, once the, uh, you know, once he shows up to campus, is when we'll believe it. But uh, you have to like it when a guy like him is the one in his ear every day.
1: Absolutely. Now let's get into uh, a Moz film review. Uh, we got one of Tim Bruce's guys. Everything's kind of befitting. We had this guy. <laughs> On the list before we got Tim Bruce approved to come on the show, man. Uh Gage Wilcox, four star tight end out of Tampa, Florida. Uh round your parts, Dan. Jefferson High School. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a great player. Uh he's a
2: he, he's a big player. Um, I definitely like him better on offense. Uh, you know, he plays on both sides of the ball. He plays defensive end as well. Um, he, he does get to the ball and, and and make and make problems uh happen at the ball, man. But uh most importantly, man, I love his hands. I love how he 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 gets up and go gets the ball. Um, he's, he's a physical uh, specimen. He's he's a, he's a big dude. So, uh, you know, uh love to see this guy in orange and blue, definitely.
1: Absolutely. And this is a kid that got offers from Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Auburn, Florida State. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the SEC, SEC schools have offered him. And, I, and I'm with you, Ahmad, big body guy, 6'4", uh, good body control for a guy his age, a young sure. kid his age. Mm-hmm. A lot of things like that you learn a little later, but his natural receiving abilities is, is – it's very impressive. Um, I'm excited about him. That's gonna be a good get. We'll, we'll see. I don't know if it's a get yet. We'll see. But Friday, he has a decision to make.
2: Also, bro, you gotta understand too. He's probably what, maybe 16, 17 years old. So he got. He's gonna he's gonna grow some more. So uh, oh, definitely that would definitely be a good get for the Gators. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, he
3: goes up against some good talent too. I mean, he's a great player. I mean, he's a guy that that I still think has his best years ahead of him in terms of you know growth and improvement. Um, you know, but for a guy that's been, you know, pretty dominant at all levels of the game, he he still has a lot of uh, you know, areas where he can grow and get better. So uh, I like him a lot.
1: Lightwise, I think I think that's is um impressive kid. We'll see uh is and something else I was gonna say about this film, like I, I I'm having like a hard time remembering what I was about to say. I keep getting lost in, into the conversation, man. But on film, a uh, great prospect. I like him at defensive end as well, like Ahmad said, but I prefer him on offense. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure the rest of the country is recruiting him on offense, and um, yeah. like Dan said, the competition out there is legit.
3: Yeah, he's uh, he's a, a really solid player, um, you know. And unfortunately, I, I've not watched him him live, just on you know on film. But you know, through reading about him and then some of the stories about him, he seems like he's a guy. You know, and, and Brewster talked to me about you know kind of those three down tight ends that you know are just as passionate about um, uh, the run game as they are the pass game. So you know, he seems like the type of guy that will get in there and get dirty when he needs to. But uh, you know, he's a he's a really solid player, and I mean, he's a guy that. You know, Miami's after, Georgia's after, Alabama's after. All of your big guns are after that you, that you want after these guys. Not that Miami fits in that conversation. They were just the school that was listed first on when I was reading down. But, uh, you know, he's a coveted player, uh, and he, he's good. He's good. He'll be a— I um, know what I was about to say. Yeah. A, a very important get after D-Beck with last cycle.
1: Um, D-Beck was the four-star tight end that we we wanted the, to come in and kind of fill the cow pitch role. If Kyle's gone, um, so to come out early in this cycle and to grab a tight end, which is a position of need because, of course, Kyle Pitts is going to be leaving, I think it's a huge get. We'll see. He's not gotten yet, but it, it should be a huge get on Friday. I'm here for it. Very good. Amar, is that time of the show, man. I'm a little back-to-back, back, but it's that time of the show we do Word of the Week. What you got for Dan this week?
2: Oh, damn. Word of the Week, Dan. You ready for this one? The Word of the yeah. Week is... <laughs> it's, it's dub, but it's dub, Dan. So, dub?
1: Yeah. That can go uh, a lot of directions.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all I right, know a few. It a lot of Let's see. All right, so, so a dub could be um, a win. Okay. Yeah. Um, a dub could be, well, that's the first one that I thought of. Um, <laughs> a dub could mean double or 20. Um, there you go. N- yeah. Yeah. Um, man dub. what, what, what does she say man I ain't messing with her man she' a dub uh she's not messing with her she's a dub
2: uh nah, if I say, if I say, I'm not I'm not messing with her no more she's a dub she's a dub dan um
3: you're over her she's not uh I feel like I'm at the national spelling bee here um, <laughs> like without spelling like <laughs> uh, I, I feel like I'm playing like three dictionary, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like she's, she's a like, dub. Uh, I like need clues too, Dan, because I don't know like,
1: what like, dub like she, Yeah, like
3: no, this is like, Polk County stuff. Like I, dubbed it. This city. city stuff. <laughs> uh, so, um, Ahmad, what what does so, dub mean? So, like, she's dead. Like,
2: nah, she's dead. Yeah.
3: Like, <laughs> not like not dead. physically dead. She's not just she's dead, dead to you. Man.
2: Yeah, like. <laughs> Dad, come on, Dad. Oh, you right trying to put bodies on me, Dad? No, He's no, like no. no I'm not. I'm trying
3: to make sure that you don't have any bodies on you. <laughs> no, <I'm> not, Dad. <laughs> um, really? That's what it means, huh? Yeah, man,
1: like, yeah. I would have. a City. Like, yeah. yeah. So you used that had in Tampa, Dad?
3: Like, no, I won't. No, no, no. Okay, no, no. cool. Hey, you
2: might as well because it's all Hillsborough County.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's all Hillsborough no, no. County. No. no D- God, dude, that is the first time. Like most times, like I don't know it, but I get it. This is one of those times I don't get it, you know. But you know, I'll take your word for it. You
1: got to go to Plant City. I got go to Plant City. Though. Hey, and you'll so, get it.
3: Report back to me from the
1: Strawberry Fest. I'm gonna use it when I'm out there. I'm gonna find okay. out if it uh, might uh, us, bro. Bro, yeah. I should. Might be running out of words, making stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's
1: <laughs> just a fake song, bro. Those was a fake song. You
2: got a song, man. What you got. <laughs> I'm going to go all school, man. I'm going to go way back to 2004, man. I got oh. little Wayne On my own, little Wayne.
1: That's a classic. I like that. That's yeah, a classic classic.
2: Hey. That's that's that's, old, that's 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 our flop. This is our yeah. town, our
3: home. This speaking all drone. <laughs> this is me on my own, man. I didn't know my name was in this. Hot. So, speaking of um, <laughs> Lil Wayne um, and people in the hot boys, did you know Back That Ass Up by Juvenile came out like 21 years ago?
1: That's yeah, today?
2: bro.
3: And then guess what? You're playing right. in the club right now. Everybody
2: going to still get how they Absolutely. was in 1999.
3: Hey, dude, 50, your grandma 50, throwing 50, them cheeks. 50, no. yeah. Except when that big <laughs> first come on. Do, do, do. Everybody. And that's grade, fifth grade, grade dances. All of a sudden, things were changing. You know. Yeah, fifth grade.
1: Yeah, that was fifth grade, Dan. You my age, bro.
3: Oh no, <laughs> you younger. Dan, younger <laughs> than no, man. I'm yeah. I'm yes. I'm substantially younger than you, old man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are definitely yeah, younger than me. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 That was fifth grade for me. I, I I
2: wasn't doing that though, Dan. Fifth grade. I went to academy school, bro. So I was different. I don't I know what you think I was doing that about, but... Well, we didn't, play, we didn't even have no school dance, so we didn't play that dance. So what kind of – where you to play? going at, that they played that?
3: I don't know what you just said, Amai, but I, I'm looking forward to this wheezing song. <laughs> I
2: said, where well, you used to go at that played that song in 1999,
3: Dan? Hold it down for the 99 and the 2000. I graduated
1: in 2000, so you already know what I was doing to that song. Holler at your boy, yeah. man. Hey, same point next week?
3: <laughs> i'll be here yeah man be here guys Need oh hey by up. the way by the way before we uh before we leave shout out to mike henry uh when i was up in nashville a couple weeks ago him and i grabbed a drink and i didn't shout him out on the podcast and he got mad at me so shouts out to uh to mike henry i'll be up there next week boys going to my post going to a post malone concert next wednesday
1: already i see mike okay Dan.
3: I'm going up for work, but work brought me there. So post Malone is playing. So I was like, I right, might as well check him out. So Damn I, ain't the
1: I heard I heard he put on good shows, man. Let me know how it goes I, I mm-hmm. heard he puts on really dope shows. You seen like I'm here he, for it. Ken,
3: we out of here.
1: Let's ride. Yeah. Hit me with the, oh, the snaz brush. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just the snaz I like the snares fresh. Yeah, i ride snares all the way through this thing right here, man. Drum section wheezy, baby. Test. What up? This is what they call me. Gotcha. Huh. Eagle, Eagle. Carter, man. In a 96 Regal. Contraband. On my way to the east, to the laundromat. I've gotta wash that money and get on my ass. Flip them bricks, it be gone so fast. I gotta do something, I done blown my last Dollar Holla at your boy on the app And that cheap ego is what I'm known to have Shit tend to be slow, I put on the mask And make it Halloween and take all your bags I say holly holly grow, won't you gonna stay? Girl make these motherfuckers understand they say look coach you're pitching at me underhand but I'm a designated hitter I had just so fast y'all men designing women I'm a woman's man I'm the cash money prince, blow the trumpets band they say they want the drugs to stop but I'm a major back when my album drop I got that wet crack flow at your mammy's pot I got that jet black flow at your mammy's spot. I'm trying to get back though I demand it now Yeah, panic now It down. Here's Weezy F baby and his crown. The prince. This is my town, my home. This is my crown, yeah, my, throne. Yeah, this my throne. This is me on my own. Let's get it on. This is my town, my home. This is my crown, my throne. This is me on my own. Let's get it on. And the handgun is so included. Yeah, don't get it confused. I want no confusion your contusions, I make my whole stop and let the door keep moving, a bitch over some money is a hungry nuisance. it's money over bitches that I'm gonna keep proving, yes, it's if I got your mama grooving, out of all the boys, she say I'm the coolest, I bought my bag of oranges, it's time to juice it, this game is a bitch and I'm trying to seduce it, i lost an awful lot of haters trying to reduce it, but the laser on the 45 is nine, you stupid, out. One shot to remind you who is that fly little nigga that's behind the trigger. Whistle, I'm all crying and combined with liquor. But nigga, I never see me like mama ticker. Oh, a 80s baby, a fighting nigga. I got it on my mind like a psychic nigga. I'm something you call pepper like a Viking slick. See me over the Viking stove, I'm whitening bricks. All in the middle of a shootout, i clips. Pop another one, shoot back while lighting a split. I do this. You catching my drift? Representing with my section on my belly and shit. Yeah, the prince, this is my town, my home, this is my crown, oh, yeah, my throne, prince. this is me on my own, let's get the it on, prince. this is my town, my home, this is my crown, my throne, prince. this is me on my own, let's yeah, get it on, so roll a carpet out, cause you fucking with a nigga from the raw you south, see, you either in or you out. You out, stay in, cause them warriors out It's them vultures, them cops, and the lawyers out I just open up the gate and let my is out cool. No nigga, I never call your house I'm probably somewhere taking to all you out Not answering my phone, man, ignoring your spouse She leaving messages about me and joining her mouse. Hey. I'm ready to knock a boy in the mouth Give me the name, no, I better yet point him out Hey me and the streets gotta join a counter From the streets that you need to be warned about New Orleans, what they put the in your mouth And we told a lot of iron to flatten you out Few roaches, but never had no rats in this house Never tellin' one another, leave that in the house i hustler, move my packaging out. I ever run into some trouble, send them savages out. These niggas talking sweet, I get them cavities out. I got graveyard flyers, man, I'm passing them out. Hey, bitch nigga, get your ass on the ground and bow down to your majesty now. I am the prince. This is my town, my home. Yeah. This is my crown, my throne. Prince. This is me on my the own. Not scared at all. This is my town, my the home. Prince. This is my crown, my My throne. This is me on my own. By myself, so niggas, guess what? Let's get it on.